it's time for the Combat Ops Arena Comets Podcast, which means I have to tell you all about Combat Ops Arena. It's on Lay Road. It has got everything imaginable for fun. If Willy Wonka had an arcade, it would be this, because you've got axe throwing, you have got an arcade, you have got bowling, you have got laser tag. Hey, it's cold outside. You need some exercise. Go to the laser tag arena. Run around. Get all that uh, holiday food out of your system. It's at Combat Ops Arena. They've got it all. Please check them out, combatopsarena.com, and they make this podcast happen every week. So go there, have fun, thank them, and let's do the show right now. Thanks for tuning in. I'm not really sure if you tune into a podcast. I think that's a, a radio term. I'm showing my age. But thanks for coming to the website and clicking that button and listen to this podcast. Really quick, I want to make sure everybody is going to check out our house band, Elm Treason. You hear their music before every show and after the show and during the show. So please go check them out because they let me use their music for free as long as people are going to go listen to their stuff. Elm Treason, just go ahead, Google them, and you can get all kinds of material there on YouTube. They are a fantastic band. So please go check them out. Speaking of checking out, glad you're here to check out this one because we have Comet rookie Jake Camaras. And uh, Jake is having a fantastic year, and he's also a pretty interesting guy. We talk about uh, dog training. We talk about more travel nightmares, which uh, seems like every player has, and it's always uh, fun to hear those stories. And we touch on a lot of things with Jake. So it was a great conversation, like they all are. They have been wonderful this season. So this one, uh, certainly just the, just as good as everything else. So here is Comet rookie Jake Camaras. Jake Camras, the uh, most hated man in Fort Wayne for about 10 minutes a couple weeks ago uh, because your uh, your shirtless pick was up on the big scoreboard for <laughs> Guess the Body. And th here's the mystery. If you ever wonder who takes those pictures, it's me. So if there's anything more odd than after meeting somebody, <laughs> hey, can I get a picture of you shirtless? Yeah. The mystery is now over because it's me. But anyway. Took Jake's picture, went up on the scoreboard, and my phone and other people's phones blew up because they were looking at your abs and were like, what is that? <laughs> you know, we, we, we do Photoshop some stuff, but you can tell it's Photoshop. Right. That, that was the real deal. Right. So that's just insane. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, it's, it's pretty funny because, uh, you know, even when I'm with my family and stuff, they try and, you know, get me to lift my shirt up, but I'm pretty shy <laughs> about it. Um, you know, and like in the locker room, guys were like, that just comes, you know, you're, that you were like that out of the womb. But, um, you know, growing up and stuff like I've, I've always uh, enjoyed working out. Um, you know, if I wasn't at the rink, then I was in the gym. Um, and I like to focus a lot on core because that's where, you know, the game of hockey and uh, when you're battling in the corners, it's basically your, your core and your, your butt that do all the work. And, you know, um, when you're coming out of the corner, grinding it up, it's, uh, those are the two muscles that you have to use to uh, get to the net. So 
I like to do that and fo I focus on uh, core a lot, but uh you know, I would I I'd say some of it's genetics, but you know, <laughs> it if, has to be. Well, if you look if, if you look at my dad, like I mean, he, he was he's a pretty thick bone. Like my two brothers yeah. uh that are younger and older than me and then the oldest is kind of short but the uh the other two are like thick bone and they're pretty uh sh shredded as well but um yeah I, I like to work on it it's uh it's like i said it's it's one of my uh things i like to do away from the rink is uh work out and uh you know my fiance and i actually just um for christmas uh we found uh some weights that you can adjust so even like yesterday when i went home i had nothing to do she was at work so just kind of started doing a workout in the in the living room so <laughs> so you are a little obsessed with it because yeah. you're thinking about it yeah i wouldn't say like you know it's just it's more of a hobby thing i'm not like uh you know i, I i'm not going to go to the gym and put up a million pounds like those crazy guys do but i, I do enjoy it it's um it's something that i've you know you know with hockey it's something that i've always done so it's almost second nature to me um and uh it just puts you in a good frame of mind you know uh it, it puts you in a good mood you feel good about yourself and uh you know I like to kind of work work into the weekend so you know Monday and Tuesday I you know do legs and stuff and then Wednesday Thursday come around I lighten it up and do some stretching and just like hip mobility and, and stuff so oh, see I, I work out but it's at this point in my life, it's all glamour muscles. Yeah. No one's going to see. No one wants to see this. <laughs> I want to look semi-good in a tight yeah. T-shirt. That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's a there's a bit of a competition in the locker room, too. You know, Shazzy thinks he's got the best body, but, um, you know, there's there's always competition, so you got to keep it real. Yeah, it's it's always been weird, me asking you guys to take pictures. And I use Shavzi and Solar as kind of the, the conduit for the new guys. It's like, yeah. hey, can you help me out? And yeah. it's usually they say, hey, Shane wants to take a picture of you naked, which yeah. makes it even weirder. Yeah, yeah. I can't even count on those yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> they, 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 you know, it might be awkward taking a picture, but it, it like when I first, when you asked me, yeah. it made me feel awkward when I was coming in to hear them say, hey, you got to take your shirt off. Uh, he wants to take a picture of you. And I'm just like. <laughs> Uh, is this like real? That's what I'm because saying. It makes it even weirder. It yeah, because you know, uh, I think it was the second or third week I was here. We were practicing, and um, Shazzy and Solar were over near the bench, and there was uh, a cameraman from the news, and they acted like they were talking to him. And you know, at that time, I didn't even know they if they were or not. I'm over there shooting pucks, working on stuff, and they both skated up to me and they go, "Hey, the camera, the camera guy over there wants uh, to talk to you." I go, "No, he doesn't. You guys are just playing a joke." And they're like, "No, no, seriously." They're like, "Do you want me to come over there and hold your hand and so you can talk to him?" I was like, "You guys are messing around, but whatever. I'll go." And so I skated over there, uh, and I, he said, "Yeah." He's like, uh, "I was like, do you need an interview?" He goes, uh, "Who, who are you?" I was like, oh, "I'm the new guy." <laughs> then I look, over, I look over my shoulder. They're both in the corner dying and laughing. I was like, "Ah, oh, they got me pretty good." <laughs> so. so so Shavzi and Solar, they obviously have taken you under un, under their wing, and they've already, you know, they've punked you. So yeah. you're already one of the family. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, they, it's, it's a, like even today, Shavzi at practice, it's just, you know, first star practice, he's, he was banging his stick, coach was uh, calling drills out, you know, on the, on the fly, and he was in the corner where coach was yelling, and they obviously changed to the second phase, and, you know, I didn't hear him, so he's like banging his stick like a, like I told him he was banging the stick like a mini mite. And he goes, did you not hear me banging? And I said, 
I heard you bang your stick, but I didn't know if, if you were just trying to mess with me then or if the <laughs> coach actually had changed the drill or a second phase of the drill. Yeah. So So yeah. you're you're not the youngest guy on the team, are you? No. Not. Uh I think uh Krunker and um Fuchs are the youngest. Okay. You never would have yeah. guessed Krunker because yeah. he's got that beard and yeah. he looks like he's yeah. a, been a man, yeah. A man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well yeah. Chase Stewart was the same way yep. when he was and here. He was, he was the youngest. And he was yeah, he was twenty one. Yeah. And I'm like Wow, yeah. he looks older than me. Yeah, and that's kind of funny because, you know, growing up when I was younger, I was always a late bloomer. And, you know, obviously football's big, big time in the South. Yeah. And these kids are developing and they're getting massive at the age of 16. And I'm just like, what are they taking to become that big? And I'm just sitting here like 130 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, I mean, and he, I, I know that um, – I know Stewie was uh, Native American, so um, he's, you know, he. I actually saw pictures of him before he came professional. Yeah. And it doesn't look like the same kid without the beard. I mean, he looks night and day different. He looks like a man with the beard, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he was a he was a great kid, and um, you know, wish him all the best up in uh, wherever he's playing the CIS. And uh, are you feeling the pressure of the facial hair? Because you're one of the few clean-shaven guys, always yeah. clean-shaven. Well, you know, I, I I tell everybody that I have major five o'clock shadow, um, but uh, you know, obviously that's a joke. But um, yeah, my my dad doesn't have much facial hair. My brothers can grow some facial hair, but when I start growing it out, it just looks really ratty. So yeah, I'm <laughs> stay the same. away. From, I'm I stay the, away I'm, from it. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're from Atlanta, yeah. right? So not exactly a hockey hotbed, right? So how did you get into ho- – how did you avoid football and baseball in the South and play hockey? Well, I did play baseball all the way up until sophomore year in high school. But um, the hockey thing, um, just second nature. So my oldest brother, who's an 87 birth year, Josh, he was watching on TV. And at the time, my dad was playing men's league just for fun. Yeah. Uh, he played men's league softball and men's league uh, hockey. Um, and Josh saw an NHL game going on. When he was about, I think he was about four years old, and he said, "Dad, I want to, I want to play that. I want to try that." And my dad's like, "All right, well, I'll take you to the rink and we'll give it a go." And so, um, obviously, he fell in love with it right away. And then um, my old, second oldest brother Zach, who's a ninety birth year, um, he got thrown on at the age of two, and then kind of trickled on effect. Myself and my younger brother Seth, we both got thrown on at the age of two. So. You know, I grew up, I think I was skating before I was even walking. Yeah. That's what I tell people, you know. <laughs> That's a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, it's just second nature to me. And, um, you know, I, I grew up around the game. And like I mentioned before, it, like if I wasn't at the gym, I was at the rink. They always called me a rink rat. So uh, me and my brother, we were just always putzing around the rink, getting in trouble, shooting pucks off the wall. and. Having fun, so. So you had four pro brothers. Yeah. Right. Yep. Wow, that's. Yeah. That's cr- so. Are you? You're uh, not in the middle. I quite the middle. Second. Second. Second, second youngest. youngest. Yeah. Okay. So there's four of us, and then um, I actually have three step brothers as well. So growing up, there were seven of us. Yeah, total. So. Wow, in one house. Yeah. Uh, well, the oldest, <laughs> oldest step brother, he was, uh, he was already moved out into college, yeah. but. Yeah, when we played many sticks at the house, there was uh, definitely some uh, blood, sweat, and tears. <laughs> so did you guys have to share rooms growing up? Um, did you guys have different so rooms? So before we had, uh, before my mom got remarried, yeah. we did. Um, me and my younger brother shared a room, um, and then actually my oldest brother moved away when he was 13. So Zach had his own room, and um, 
me and Seth were are 14 months apart, so we basically shared a room. <laughs> so we fight in many sticks, right. and then we sleep together <laughs> in the in right. the same bedroom. So. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's great to have brothers before. Yeah. That's that's crazy. But did you get beat up a lot? Beat up a lot by him. Um, I'll tell you what. Uh, the youngest, Seth, he's um, he he takes a toll. Uh, you know, <laughs> obviously, since we're getting older, you, you know, we like to have fun and yeah. relax with each other. But growing up, he uh, he would always get bullied around and picked on. And you know, my older brother thought it was funny. Um, they'd pin him down to the ground and they'd just kind of knock on his nose a little bit. And um, if you knock on his nose enough, he'll sneeze. <laughs> so they 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 keep teasing him like that. Um, but yeah, like when we were getting older and it things got really out of hand, you know, I just try and pin him down so he didn't attack me because he'd definitely throw haymakers and they didn't feel good when yeah. when I wore him in the face. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you grew up in the South. Did you, now, did the whole family grow up in the South? Did your dad have any other experience with hockey? Was he from the North? Or? Um, so my dad was born and raised in Atlanta. Okay. Um, and he just, uh, he's always loved sports. Um, but uh, my mom was born, she's an Air Force baby. So she was actually born in Alaska. Okay. And then she, she moved around with my grandfather, obviously, and grandmother a ton. Um, from, you know, between Texas and Florida a, a lot. And um, she actually started, she went to uh, school in Florida. And then, um, honestly, I don't know how she ended up in Georgia, but um, <laughs> they had uh, they they had Josh, obviously, in 1987. And then um, we had a house uh, in East Cobb where we grew up. And then I was about eight years old when they got divorced. And then we moved to about... 20 minutes away um to our new house or where we're, where we're at now and um yeah basically when we moved it was just me zach and seth uh and um we battled it out and then zach moved away when he was 15 so yeah it's been a heck of a ride <laughs> and you got to play with your brother at college college Correct. right and then you played against him yeah in the pros yeah actually that's the ongoing joke right now because he just um retired this past year from yeah. the Florida Everblades, um, and the ongoing joke was, I was like, "Hey, if if we can come get you in Fort Wayne, we'd... I was just the Camras brothers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah. yeah, I was like, would you come play? But he just had shoulder surgery, um, and he actually is flying down today to go get cleared from the doctor. He it was a six month recovery. So, and um, you know, he said he said it's a funny joke. Like it would be nice to play together yeah. again, but he's like. You know, I, I want to start a family eventually, and I want to be able to throw a football and <laughs> throw a baseball with my kid as opposed to just yeah. sitting on the couch being a vegetable because I can't move because I've been taking a toll on my body right. for so long. Right, So, I mean, I can understand his situation. Um, you know, he gave it a try for like three or four years, um, and he got some AHL experience as well. Um, so, I mean, basically he's just sidelined for good now, and he's one of my cheerleaders, so. It's kind of nice, you know, because he obviously played the game. So, yeah. um, and, and it's it's kind of a it's kind of a mental um, bagger, you know, when you especially when you start coming down the stretch to the end of the year, um, and if you're not experienced, you you try and find ways out um, just to you know release yeah. release that that, that mental um, bagger, like I said, and he's got some tricks and some stuff in the toolbox that. He's actually taught me, and uh, you know, w with college you only play two games a weekend. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 
like a piece of cake, but you're playing whatever, yeah. s 70 games here. And um, so I, I asked him, I said, you know, what's the number one thing um, that, that you can give advice to me for um, as a professional? Because, you know, you have to you have to flush one game and move on to the next. And he said, the biggest thing, I, the, the biggest thing I could tell you right now is, you know, if you have one bad shift, you have 30 seconds to think about it. After yeah. that 30 seconds, you got to move on. He said, because if you keep thinking about it, he's like, it's going to haunt you for the, you know, you right. know the, the rest of the week, you know, the month. He's like, just flush it. He's like, you have 70 games to play. And every, every, if every other guy did that, then the, the game of hockey would be boring. <laughs> right. You know, it's a game of mistakes. So you, you got to have fun with it. And, right. you know, just don't make that mistake again because you know, you know what you did wrong. So yeah. um, that's the biggest advice that he gave me. And, you know, I've been trying to apply that to my game, you know, um, you know, like when I first got traded here, it's a new defensive zone and yeah. I'm trying to figure everything out. And, you know, a couple of times the offensive team had, had sent their D down to the goal line and one time they scored and another time, you know, our goalies made a good big save, but, you know, I was kind of tough on myself there because I like to take pride in defensive yeah. zone and uh, being a two way uh, power forward. And, so I, I, I said, you know, Zach said 30 seconds. I got to be better than this. 30 seconds and then move on. So then just move on and you just try and go put the puck on the back of their net. Yeah. So. Now, does he have a hard time? He's played pro hockey for a few years. Now he's transitioning to like a, a normal life. Right. And you guys obviously have a, a different schedule, you know, because it's like almost like slowing down. Right. So how has he been able to handle that, just kind of slowing down and like not have to worry about practicing, not having to worry about what you eat or what you drink and just kind of working nine to five and being a normal guy? Yeah. He, um, I think that's the biggest thing with hockey uh, today is, you know, like I mentioned to you before, growing up, um, it's a, as a, as a second nature. It, that's what you rely on every day. It's yeah. just a schedule. You're on a schedule every day, and so I think when you have that time to t almost take a breath, it's um, almost like overwhelming because you don't know what to do with yourself. Um, and so I asked him that question a few weeks ago. I, I said like. You know, how is it like just going to the gym when yeah. you want to and just, you don't have to, you know, pressure, pressure yourself into doing all this crazy lifting and stuff. And I said, how do you like it? He goes, the first thing he said to me, he goes, uh, you know, Jake, he's like, I, I think I've been losing my butt. And I said, what, what do you mean? Because he, he, he's known as the, with the camera spot because he always hip check guys <laughs> and he's got tree trunk legs. Yeah. And, and he's like, uh, he's like. I'm a little like upset because that's what I'm known for. <laughs> and I said, he's like, that's just cause I'm not skating every day, you know? And right. So it's just like little things like that. And I think the camaraderie in the locker room, yeah, that's um, the thing I was going to ask you. Yeah. yeah. The camaraderie in the locker room, that's the biggest, um, that's the biggest thing I think is hard to get away from because they're your brothers. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, I, I think a lot of guys, even from the national league that are, you know, leaving and retiring are struggling so bad they're getting diagnosed with ptsd because of really yeah because of you know the camaraderie yeah, and the yeah. brotherhood and you know the next man in line mentality and backing each other up because you know if something happens and you're with them they're going to step up to the plate for yeah. you and they're they're going to like when crunker got hit the other day there's four or right. five guys going after that guy right you know so it's just like and you know w when we go in the locker room you know, it makes him feel good that his brothers are sticking up for him. Yeah. And so um, that's that's one of the, the biggest things. I, I think Zach's handled it very well. Um, and I think he I think he knew that, 
you know, he wanted to be done to try and raise a family and, and, and enjoy life in a, from a different aspect. Um, but he definitely still misses it. Just like I said, from the camaraderie mm-hmm. aspect and, um, just, uh, you know, there's a certain feeling, you know, like when that goal horn goes off right. or, oh, yeah. or or the yeah. national anthem. Yeah. That's just like stuff you can't explain to somebody. You yeah. just have to be there and uh, take in that moment. So I think he I think he does miss it, but he's he's handling it very well. He he knows like he can talk about it and stuff like that. So well, hang on to that dream of the Camrass brothers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll definitely hang on to that. Tell, yeah, t- tell him to tell him to to keep skating. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't lose your touch. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, you get to Fort Wayne, and you had, and I love hearing travel horror stories right. because everyone goes through them, but you had a particularly rough one because you get traded, and we're on our way to Rapid City. And yeah. you've got to come from South Carolina. Or you guys weren't even, you weren't even in South Carolina, were you at the time, uh, or you were we, somewhere else? When I was told I was traded, I, we were in the airport okay. from coming back from Allen, Texas. Okay, so you're, you're in, the, you're in <laughs> transit already coming back, and right. then you're saying – Got to take you to Rapid City yeah. where there's no – there's like eight plane rides to get there, no joke. <laughs> so you get there, and then you've – we play the three games in Rapid City, and then you've got to hop back on a plane, take eight more planes to get back to Atlanta to get your truck yeah. to drive back to Fort Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, you know, that's – it's funny because I started the year off in Hershey, um, and so – See, so let's start – okay, October. <laughs> yeah. Let's start in October. Yeah, so I was up there for two weeks. Um, and then they sent me down to South Carolina. So I flew to South Carolina. And then in South Carolina, um, I played 10 games there. And we had, out of those 10 games, we had two home games. So I, so I was I was essentially on the road for yeah. about three months. And then when I get tr- when I got traded, um, I talked to Dave. And Dave said uh, um, it was a Sunday. So I drove home a Sunday night. It was It's about four and a half hours. So I drove home Sunday night. He goes, take Monday. He's like, just uh, rest, recover, and then you'll fly out Tuesday morning to Rapid City. I said, oh, all right, awesome. That's great. Sounds fantastic. So then, uh, you know, Tuesday comes along. I, I wake up, and I fly to Rapid City, um, and then I, I meet the guys on Tuesday afternoon. I didn't get to skate, and then Wednesday we play. So I had one morning skate, and then I had to play. Um, and so, uh, which is which is I prefer it that way just yeah. because you, you have no time to think about it. You just yeah. go, get in the mix. And uh, so Wednesday comes along, we play in Rapid City, and then Thursday, you know, I go out with the guys and enjoy, yeah. you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner with them. And then Friday, Saturday, um, we had games. And then so I fly out Sunday, right? So Saturday night, um, I'm like, man, I've, I, uh, Rigas was my roommate at the time, and I said, Riggs, I was like, I don't know what it is, but I, my equilibrium feels awfully, like, weird right yeah. now. I said, like, I don't know if it's uh, elevation because I was at, you know, in South Carolina, I'm I'm at sea level. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know if it's elevation or what, but I feel weird. Like, my equilibrium's off. And so I, I go to sleep, you know, like, sun, or Saturday night, and I wake up, and I'm I'm just like, this is not good. Like, I, I feel like I can throw up. I was like, something's – Yeah. And so um, then, obviously, I have the flight home, and – I'm like I don't know if I, mean, I don't even know if I can fly. So then, I fly home on Sunday, and I had to lay over in uh, uh, Chicago. There, I think it was Chicago or Minneapolis. What? That's <laughs> that's track. that's yeah. I, um, and so um, then I get to Atlanta, and uh, I I leave um, Monday to get here for practice on Tuesday. So I I literally get home at like oh 
actually, let me rewind. I was going to say, didn't you have a weather delay? Yeah. yeah. So um, at the airport, we go. We, we were supposed to land at like 10.43 p.m. in Atlanta. Okay. So then I um, – so we, we, you know, board the plane, and we're heading out to the tarmac, and uh, we get de-iced, you know, because it was, like, snowing there or whatever. And we're waiting there for, like, 30 minutes. I'm like – I'm just going to try and fall asleep. So, like, I started dozing off, and I hear the captain come on the radio. I'm like, oh, no, this this is not good. <laughs> and the captain goes, yeah, the chemicals uh, from the de-icing uh, actually got inside the cabin, so we're going to have to uh, go back, and, you know, we might have to, you know, put everybody up in hotel rooms tonight. I was like, oh. So, you know, obviously I called my parents, and my dad goes, yeah, that's happened to me before. I was like, oh, no. And so we pull back into the gate, and uh, the maintenance takes like 15 minutes to get there. And then I guess so, you know, when they when they spray those right. things, they're pressurized, so yeah. they're not supposed to spray near the doors. So the guy that was spraying sprayed near the door, and it came in through the door, the the, the door or the crack. So the maintenance cleared us for takeoff. So then we take off, and I I, I don't think I got home till like 2:30. We were supposed to get get home like yeah. at like ten forty three. Yeah. So um, then we get home and then I wake up at like I wanted to get on the road. It's like a ten, just under ten hour drive. So I wanted to get on the road at a, you know, good time so I can get good sleep when I come back here ready yeah. for practice on Tuesday. And uh, so I got here around eleven p.m. And uh, you know I'm thinking to myself like. I'm I'm exhausted. Like I don't know what it is. I'm not really hungry. My appetite's off. You know, yeah. this is still from, you know, when I was in Rapid City, yeah. and uh, I was like, all right, so elevation's out of the question. And then, um, so I was in at the Ramada Inn, and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to like sleep huge king size bed. So I just crash. I wake up in the morning, and the sheets are just covered in water. I'm like. So I'm sweating. Sweat it out, whatever. Yeah, and I, I'm, like, just sweating ridiculous amounts of water out. And I'm just, like, I come in and I, I practice. I'm, like, in another world. I practice. And I go to Maddie. I said, Maddie, is there any way you can get me into the doctor? I'm, like, I just don't feel right. So then he's, like, yeah. So I went into the doctor and they gave me a Z-Pack. So I took the Z-Pack and. I've had a Z-Pack before because yeah. I, I, you know, occasionally I'll get um, sinus infections. Yeah, yeah. So I had a Z-Pack before and I was just like, these usually don't work for me, but I'll take it, you yeah. know. So then like another two and a half, three weeks go by and I'm still coughing up stuff. And I was like, Maddie, this is not normal. I said, I'm still coughing up yeah. stuff. And so uh, then uh, the doctor comes in again. I said, is there any way I can get, you know, some different antibiotics? And he's like, He's like, absolutely. So I was on another antibiotic for like seven to 14 days or whatever. And so basically I was, I felt like I was sick for so like, a sick for like a month. like a month. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. no, it's, I think it was just yeah. from all the travel. Like yeah. I said, I was on the road for yeah. like three months. So I think it was just from all the travel and wear and tear and, you know, not obviously not sleeping in your bed. You're not eating like as well as you'd like to be. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just kind of all adds up and get fatigued and one thing leads to another and you're just run down so yeah we uh situation with uh with sean Sidlowski coming back from from norway and he he didn't feel right for probably yeah. a month either well and yeah. and that's that's funny you said that because we were feeling the same symptoms and yeah but he was he was like throwing up so i don't i was like 
I, we might we have the same symptoms, but he's throwing up. So I don't know because I at first I thought it was a flu. Yeah. But it was like pretty early to have the flu, and but uh, yeah, it took him quite a, quite some time to get over it as well. So. So whatever he brought back from Norway. Yeah, or whatever we <laughs> – it must have been Maybe airplanes. We'll blame, we'll blame him in the, in the air, airplanes, you know. Yeah. So. All right, so let's go back to college. What did you study in college? Uh, I studied criminal justice, and I minored uh, psychology. So criminal justice, what were you going to do with that? Or what are you going to still do with that? Um, you know, it's uh, – so when I went to school, um, I, so I moved away when I was 17 years old um, to obviously go play juniors because yeah. – Georgia's not the <laughs> the hotbed. Yeah. Well, it's. I mean, it's yeah. it's good for when you're like 15. They have you know tier one elite levels. Yeah. But the U18 level, it's almost like you gotta get out and go play junior somewhere. Um, excuse me. Uh, so when we um, when I moved away, I uh, was 17 years old, and I was I was like in a transition between my junior and senior year because I had enough credits that I could graduate okay. early. Um, so I I me and my mom decided that I was going to be homeschooled because I was the only high schooler on my junior team. So they weren't going to move practice back just for one guy. (laughs) So every week my mom would go get my stuff from school and it's just basically essentially a packet. Yeah. And so she'd drive 15 minutes to go get the packet and she'd fax it to me. And so, you know, when you're 17 years old, you're like living it up, you know, playing junior hockey all these other guys yeah. are going to play putt-putt and watch movies and doing this and you're just like oh <laughs> I, I gotta, gotta do homework yeah <laughs> so um you know I I like I had my uh schooling and schooling and everything and math was probably my toughest subject because I didn't have a teacher uh you know right. my teacher was online but you know if I had a question I couldn't raise my hand and say excuse me uh, can you help me with this question so I watched the videos online of my teacher, yeah. you know, lecturing um, in the classroom that, that kids, because if I was at home, I could technically attend the class. Right. But since I wasn't there, I couldn't. So I just watched the lecture online. And uh, so I had a buddy that actually was at the homeschooling system. And so I text him like, hey, can you ask the teacher this tomorrow if you go to school? <clears throat> and so he's like, yeah, yeah. And so I played two years of junior, so my first year was obviously I was yeah. in school, and then I had a whole year off from no school. And so, you know, I battled, uh, and I actually um, graduated with honors in high school. I don't know how, but I did. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I graduated with honors, and I, I graduated early, but um, just because I had enough credits, like yeah. I mentioned before. And then uh, that year off, um, you know, I, I was like reading books, but I was like, you know, I'm going to take advantage of this. Um, I'm 18 turning 19, you know, nobody else does school or anything like that. So I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And, um, I, looking back on, it, I kind of wish I would have stayed sharp in the, you know, schooling department just because, you know, when you go to school, you're just kind of overwhelmed. So then I committed to college. And, uh, when I committed to college, I, um, was super pumped because obviously I could play with Zach and, yeah. Um, if, if something went wrong, uh, you know, he's, he's pretty smart. Right. Um, so I could just say, Hey, like, can you help me with this? So, um, at school at UMass Hall, we, uh, had, we had a thing where you had to come in for six weeks in the summer. That way, you know, the incoming okay. freshmen weren't like overwhelmed yeah. and they can get two credit or two classes, yeah, yeah, six credits, yeah. yeah, six yeah. credits under their belt. And, um, we could practice together and work out together as a team. And so I took two classes with my brother 
and um, one of them was a um, American history since 1877. And history is probably my worst subject. So Zach goes, just take it. You'll be all right. I was like, okay, <laughs> like I'm going to trust you on this one. So, uh, you know, I, I took it with him. And my first, my first test I got back, I think it was like a grade of maybe 68. And I uh, immediately hit the panic button. I said, you know, you know, cause high school, I graduated with honor. Yeah. So I was like, you yeah. know, college is going to be just as easy. So I immediately hit the panic button. I, I, I called Zach up. I was like, dude, I got like a 68 on this. And he's like, what? He's like, I got an A. I was like, well, I was like, I was trying to like <laughs> see what you were doing, but I couldn't <laughs> see what you were doing. And then he goes, he goes, just relax. I'm like, dude, I, I, I don't, I don't think this is for me. I, I don't know if I could do this. He's like, you'll be fine. And so, um, somehow some way you know we had a couple more tests and then we had a book project and everything that we had to finish and i ended up with an a in the class or a minus or something so i was like deal uh, no questions asked like if that's what i had to do to get into college that's fine like i'll take the 68 <laughs> but yeah it was it was pretty overwhelming so yeah, yeah. but uh you know i think the way that we did it with going in early like yeah. that is uh is very uh you know relieving because you know, as a freshman going to college, you know, you got the school aspect, you got that portion of, you know, I got to balance my homework and practice. And then you want to hang out with the guys yeah. and then, you know, you know, you, you want to go do your own things away from school. So it's just like when you're there during the summer, you kind of getting, get an understanding of how to do that. Yeah. So, and it's, uh, you know, it's interesting when I talk to guys who went to college, as opposed to the guys who just played juniors, right. You know, their kind of outlook on things, because you guys went to college a little bit more prepared for after right. hockey. Yeah. So, you know, you talk to Shavzi who just played juniors and he's got four kids and he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and, you know, um, everybody's asked, like, what's your plan B? Yeah. Um, you know, and I've always said, play hockey. Like, that's what I want to do. That's what I was born to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so this summer I've kind of, this past summer I kind of, uh, kind of took a step back and I'm, like you know if if hockey doesn't work out in the long haul like then it doesn't work out but you know my plan b is still to play hockey that as well as my plan a but my plan c um you know i've been talking with my family um a bunch about it and i hopefully it's years down the road but um you know my second passion is almost uh like uh training dogs and um, really yeah and uh i actually grew up around a bunch of animals um you know i i, I had a horse uh, for several years. And, uh, my mom just sold it this, this past year. Um, and you know, we had dogs growing up. And so basically, you know, when, when I'm done playing hockey is I want to start a, a, a doggy daycare and, you know, training slash boarding. Okay. Here's our bonding moment, Jake. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have a German shepherd. Yeah. He's a year and a half. Yeah. He needs to be trained. Yeah. I'm going to turn him over to you. All right. And I want him to be a model citizen. <laughs> And horses, my daughter used to, used to ride horses, yeah. equestrian, and we leased a horse. Oh, really? Yeah. Because you can lease a horse. Yeah, that's <laughs> what, the, actually, uh, the last couple of years, so uh, my mom sold uh, Rebel, who was my horse, my senior year, and then my sophomore and uh, junior year, she leased them to a little yeah. girl. So, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, we're connected. But yeah. Yeah, seriously, I'll talk to you about the dog thing later. Yeah. Uh, so what kind of dogs did you have? Um, so growing up, I had uh, golden retrievers. Um and then uh, I rescued a Hound Rhodesian Ridgeback. And uh, so they're all big dogs, right? Yeah. 
And then um, uh, coming up on two years now, um, my fiance and I, we uh, we went to a breeder and this little puppy, uh, it was it's a it's a Cavachon breed, which is a King Charles Cavalier and a Bichon. Okay. Um, we were there and this puppy would not leave my fiance alone. I'm like, I looked at my mom because my mom was there. I said, oh boy. I said, yeah. I, I know what this You're means. You're done. Yeah. So we ended up getting him and, um, you know, Cavachons are about anywhere from 12 to 16 pounds. And he's just in between that. He's about the 14.6 mark. And um, honestly, I don't, I don't know personally if I'll get a big dog again because um, it's just, you know, growing up, I had big dogs. You know, I yeah. love big dogs, but it's something about, you know, I, I and I, I was very hesitant about getting him because when I, I was when I was growing up in my billet family, they had a chihuahua. And so I'm used to, chi- yeah. you know, little dogs yeah. yapping, and that's just what chihuahuas do naturally. Yeah. Um, and so I was very hesitant, and I said, you know, so I did my research on Cavachons, uh, and King Charles Cavaliers are – amazing dogs and then the bichons are uh hypoallergenic so it's like two two and one that you couldn't you couldn't beat it and so um uh we ended up getting him and um you know he's been unbelievable you know last year uh at school wasn't the smoothest um you know my my junior year i had a great time and you know i was successful on the ice and uh last year just as a team we we didn't do as well as we were supposed to and so, you know, coming home, it was, uh, you know, coming home, you know, from a tough game or something, you just, you're hard on yourself. Like I, I mentioned before, you know, just after the game, my brother said, you get 30 minutes or 30 seconds yeah. during the game, 30 minutes after the game. And so, you know, I'm hard on myself naturally. And, um, you know, when I walk in the door of my apartment, I see that little, my, I see my little <laughs> Asher wagging his tail and nothing oh the cares go away oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. and so it just made life so much better and um so yeah hopefully we'll end up getting uh, another dog uh i think we're gonna get a uh, eventually get a cavapoo which is a king charles cavalier and a poodle yeah um so uh yeah we'll see he's uh but you know he's here with me and my fiance now and uh um you know like i I told sass you know because he's obviously got his little guy here and I said, is it hard traveling, like even leaving him for a yeah. night? And, you know, I asked him in regards to me leaving the little dog. <laughs> right. But, and, uh, you know, I said, it's hard for me to leave the little dog. I couldn't imagine having a little son. And he said, yeah, it is. And so, you know, when we had this couple of days off, he really enjoyed, like, spending time with his little guy, you know. Yeah. But um, I think the the biggest thing for me is, like, having a dog, it's, it it almost like forces you to go outside and go on nature right. walks and do things that you wouldn't normally like yesterday I took him for a walk and um cuz my fiance is working and uh I just found this so usually we go across the street um and then there's this neighborhood and I found this one trail and it started leading in to the woods and I was like wow this is awesome and then we came up yeah. to like a, a middle school or some elementary school and so I just let him off the leash and run run around the uh, big yard there. And then I just kept falling. I ended up like a mile and a half away from our apartment. And I had no idea. What, I literally had to pull my <laughs> GPS back out because I had no idea where we were. And so we got back and I knew he was going to crash. I was like, wow, I'm pretty tired. So I had to put my feet up as well. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, um, you know, some people just aren't animal people. But, you know, growing up having dogs, yeah. it's almost like I, I wanted one 
you know, and that's, you know, they say you have to have a dog before you have a kid. So we're trying to get that out of the way, <laughs> get, get the dogs because <laughs> – hold on to that as long as possible so yeah oh no it's it's, it's a good training <laughs> yeah well oh, oh yeah well Sh Sh shazzy's oh, yeah. wife nicole she's uh she's she's like yeah you guys should have you guys should have a little kid i'm like nicole come on <laughs> come on you gotta help me out here <laughs> so so okay you're engaged you said she's got a job here in town yes yeah yeah she's uh she's a nanny so okay all yeah. right so when's the big day have you got that set Se up? yeah september 1st uh 2019 so are you ready for that um, yeah, I, I guess until, <laughs> until that time comes, you know, um, it's, it's the, the best part about it is we're doing a, just a little destination wedding. We're having yeah. family only, it's about 50 people. Um, so we're, we're going to try and make it as stress free, yeah. free as possible. Cause you know, obviously my other two older brothers got married and, um, they had bigger weddings. Um, and my, my fiance and I are just kind of, you know, we just wanted to have family, you know, cause we, we didn't want to invite some people and then not others and everybody just started right. getting upset. So right. we just kept it simple and we're actually having it in Destin, Florida. So it's a destination wedding. And, uh, the best part about it is, uh, with a destination wedding, it's almost like you, you, you purchase the package and, um, so, so you get, uh, you know, wedding planner and stuff like that. So it kind of takes, knocks off a little, little stress. Work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but, um, it should be good. We are actually going to do it on, um, September 8th, uh, 19th, 2019. But I, uh, you know, I, I thought to myself, I said, you know, with this past summer, I went to American league camp and yeah. I said, you know, we might, uh, might need to do it. Cause, uh, you know, nine nineteen. Uh, nine nineteen nineteen or 2019 yeah. is nine one nine one nine and then it's 9 backwards so now we're doing september 1st is nine one one nine nine one one so yeah just a oh, that's confusing yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a simple little stuff so that's, well that's awesome so yeah we're excited yeah yeah so okay one last one we'll actually talk hockey here i'm gonna ask one hockey question yeah the goal you scored a couple weeks ago when haji dropped the pass back to you yeah have you looked at that? Have yeah. you seen how good that was? I really wish my call was better because Haji shocked me when he dropped the pass back to you. Yeah. I was just shocked, and there you were, and just sniping it. Yeah, he. Uh, so it's it's funny that you you said that because if he was on his uh, uh, forehand side, he usually just wraps it and stuffs right. it. Right. But for some bizarre reason, the reason why I followed where I was is – you know, I had that split second decision where I was thinking he's going to drop this. I don't know why, yeah. because, but I thought I, and I kind of had a feeling and knew that he was going to leave it there. And so as soon as he turned that D's feet and he just left it there, um, you know, I had to, I had to put it upstairs and the way I moved into it, I didn't, uh, I had to just snap it. I couldn't, if I right. pulled it in or anything, the goalie was on the yeah. angle. He would have, you know, so I just snapped it there. And, you know, my, my brothers were giving me a hard time because uh, they said, you had the whole left side. <laughs> and I said, well, I, I saw the top right corner, so that's where I was going with it. You know, because Haji, uh, when he went, he was still kind of swooping yeah. over that way. And so I, I said, you know, I saw net, so that's just where I put it. And then, you know, uh we got a uh, Marco sent a picture because he was up in Chicago. Yeah. He sent a picture because he must have saw it on Twitter or whatever with when I was celebrating because my leg was up in the air. He's like, nice stretch camera because <laughs> I was doing like the Frankenstein yeah. stretch. So, 
Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Yeah, that's that's one where I was I was shocked. Just like you said, I yeah. thought that was Haji was well, going to do. Well, and you know, Haji's a playmaker, yeah. um, just naturally, and uh, you know, we we were building chemistry, and um, so I and he was on his backhand, so I was like, there's no way he's going to try and get this up on his backhand, and you know, I'm thinking playmaker, playmaker, and I was like, I just got to bury this, so. <laughs> Yeah, we were close to winning the play of the month, too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's okay, though. But that's yeah. one of those goals where you, I mean, as a player, it, do you go back and look at something like that? Like, oh, wow, yeah. that, that yeah. was pretty cool. Well, I I, I looked at it. Um, you know, obviously, it was it was, it was was cool to see. And uh, just the chemistry, like I mentioned before, yeah. was, was there. But it's also, um, you know, and I had to wait till we got different camera angles because you learn to – see where you know where my hand was when I was shooting um how high my top hand was and where my bottom hand was and um the quick release you know yeah because uh, goalies it's hard for goalies to stop quick releases you know if I would have pulled it in at all like I mentioned earlier it, it would have probably been saved so it's just a little little learning tips of where my hand was yeah. and where I put it, where the goalie was, where where his glove was. There's like a lot of details that you can kind of look at and the slow motion of it. Um, and like when he dropped it, it couldn't have been any more perfect. Yeah. It was right there on my forehand. So it, <laughs> it, it was just, it just worked out great. So goalies beware. Cameron's got a new spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and you know, I've been, um, I like to sh- like I I go upstairs a lot, but I- I've been working on you know just above the pad um, because that's where a lot of the NHL guys are scoring now. Because yeah. you know as goalies are going down, they're keeping their their hands higher because that's where everybody's going. Their hands and their shoulders higher because everybody's going upstairs because yeah. it looks good. So now they're <laughs> leaving the holes down low. So it's the game's evolving, and you just kind of got to be a student of the game so yeah yeah oh speaking of students the game we had uh, mason baptiste in here last week and yeah. I, I know he he shared some of your some of his uh, you know philosophies on things and you've been trying a couple of them right yeah no i actually <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that because i was listening to his uh to the podcast last night and i i it's his birthday today so yep. happy birthday babs if you listen to this but uh um i texted him this morning i said happy birthday coach because uh, i call him i call him coach um but uh, yeah, he's got. Uh, you know, I like working with him after practice, be, like you said, um, because he, there's just little things that, um, you know, little tips that you can work on. Yeah. Um, you know, and he'll stay. He's one of he's one of the guys that'll stay out there with you and work on, you know, the tips and stuff. Um, or just uh, protecting the puck and you know getting to the net and battling to. It's just the little details that you know you you have to practice. Um, and and he does it with you know we were out there today and I I looked at Hass and I said Hass I was like uh, I was like Babs was born to be a coach <laughs> I was like you know there's there's people that are born to do certain things like yeah. Crosby was born to be the best player in the world yeah I said Babs was born to be a coach just because the and the way he delivers it and everything right. it's just so like coach like right. and um. You know, he'll just we'll be out there, and he'll he'll just be explaining something, and everybody's like ready to do it, and he he's just like going into more details. Where can we just get to <laughs> right. the drill already? So, yeah, but it's um, you know, guys guys were like chirping him when he first came back from Europe, like, oh, Babs, like it's 15 minutes before ice time. Are you gonna go down the ice? And so I was like, why are they giving this guy such a hard time? But it, he does, he, yeah. you know, he, 
we, me and him try and go on first and uh, work on, you know, skating and uh, stick handling. And then after we do, like I mentioned, yeah, uh, just the tips and the dinks and dunks and getting out of the corners and uh, just – you know, like today we worked on drop passes and switches and stuff. So um, just trying to build the chemistry within each other. So well, it seems like you guys are starting to put it together. Yeah, I mean, it really does feel like you, this is becoming a really tight knit group. Yeah, for sure. And uh, you know, with Marco coming back, it yeah. just adds more depth, um, which is good. Um, and obviously, he, was, he did pretty well up in Chicago. So. Yeah, we just got to take the ball and run with it. All right. Well, so. uh, Jake's got to do some crunches, I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> he's jonesing to get out of here yeah, and, yeah. and start doing some sit-ups. So, uh, all right. Well, Jake, I appreciate you coming yeah. in here. Thank you. I Thanks appreciate lot, it. Buddy. Yeah. Jake Camras, I want to thank him for making some time for us coming into the office and sitting down and having a good talk. That's an interesting guy. It's a good guy right there. So if you see him after the games, make sure you go up, introduce yourself. He's very thankful to be here in Fort Wayne and really love it. All the fan support he gets. And I'm loving all the support I'm getting for this podcast. Uh, if you get a chance, go ahead and uh, send me a tweet. It's at Comet Shane. And let me know uh, if there's anything else that we can do to make this podcast even better because we're trying to make it better. We're looking at adding some video and we're doing all kinds of things behind the scenes. Exciting things are coming in the new year. So thanks a lot, everybody, for listening to this podcast. I have been your host, Shane Al. Barani, and this has been the Combat Ops Arena Comets Podcast.